<laughs> off the elevator with Jesse, because I'm going to be the host today, and Joseph. What's going on? What's up? <laughs> we thought we'd spice it up a little bit. Well, I mean, it's mainly because you just got through telling me that all the ideas for this episode are yours. <laughs> That's not true. You, We kind of had the idea together, but when you said it to me, it triggered some things in my mind. You got crunk. And I wrote down my thoughts. Right. Because you didn't repeat your thoughts so I could write your thoughts down. So when you asked me and I repeated it. None the less. Just saying. So, go. So, go. I mean, tell me what you've been doing. Heat. It's hot. Work, it is hot. work, getting ready to uh, get fired up on some squirrels and some doves coming up. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a different podcast. <laughs> but that's what I've been doing. Uh, and that's it? Yeah, what, we've been podcasting a lot. You've been podcasting a lot. Yeah, I did three last week. Uh, You did two. We did a traveling podcast traveling yeah we went on location <laughs> it was pretty fun i had a great time but that's uh that's gonna be that's the episode before this one yeah yeah because we got them in the bank because well, we got we got families and life and stuff so we want to make truth. we want to make sure we stay ahead of the game in case right. you break your ankle on i i am relatively clumsy <laughs> but as long as i stay on level ground <laughs> wow that's not true i mean i do have a little elevation in my walk i mean you see my strava why are you yeah. playing yeah but you know my strava's a ripoff because you know this driveway right here yeah it's got hella elevation and it says zero maybe so it's because you don't it's not a far enough walk mm. i don't know what i don't know why i don't know I don't think so. I don't think that's true. Well, it may be. I don't know. That's weird. Who knows? So, but listen, some of these ideas may have been mine, but you initiated what our conversation was going to be like today. Do you think so? I do. Okay. I know, because... <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and then I got fired up. So, what have you been doing? Um, Working. It's been a little crazy. Um, onboarding a ton of properties been a little bit behind but it's alright they're trying to hire some folks to take the load off so Mason was back to school after being sick which was good you know Dane's got ROTC like everybody's got something going on but uh, other than that it's just yeah. been business as usual at the porterhouse getting busy yes trying to prepare for fall break in a few weeks fall break yeah we, we didn't have a fall break when we was going to school did we no but we had like a three and a half month summer right and now they don't do that it's like you know you get seven yeah. or eight weeks of summer and then every month after that they get some time off yeah we had a big old summer mm-hmm. and then now they they just get a bunch more breaks mm-hmm. you know hmm. trying to move towards that uh year-round school which i don't really hate but right you know, I'm mm. sure it's hard for folks that have jobs that don't allow them to 
take off for stuff like that or right. make arrangements, especially when they're smaller, like daycares and stuff like that. So True that. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, Jessica? I just said you initiated the conversation, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it started from our conversation this morning about my being in some kind of uh, grumpy mood yeah. <laughs> for for a few days right. and uh, realizing that I don't know if I realized it. I think you realize things for me when I say it out loud, but I um, a couple days in a row didn't get up on time. Mm-hmm. And I, when I mean on time, like early, because I've been getting up and having time for prayer, meditation, and doing my thing. Sometimes I'll work out in the mornings, um, but then I have to get Mason to school and, you know, I go to a meeting and, you know, whatever before my day starts. But for a few days, like, I couldn't get up. And uh, I felt – and I'm not – I'm not associating, so associating with feeling grumpy for that, but I think it's part of that. Right. Right? Right. Like, then it becomes a overwhelming feeling for all the other things. Right. You know, it starts out little, and then it gets a little bigger. Right. You know, and then, you know, despite what I think I need to do, and I talked about this in, in the meeting a couple times last week, um, checking off the boxes mm-hmm. you know i'm supposed to you know pray and i'm supposed to try to meditate and i'm supposed to you know do all these things to be right-sized and you know have a conscious contact with with god and i you know i'm quote unquote doing those things um but i'm not connected and uh and then i got to where i was not doing them <laughs> you know, like it didn't happen, you know, not that I even realized, but it's like, oh, I'm reading a little less and I'm sharing a little less and then I'm getting up a little later and then I'm getting up really late and, um, you know, it kind of got a little, um, I don't, I mean, I guess you could say it's fear, you know, because I don't want to, I don't want to go back. I want to continue to stay motivated. I want to continue to stay right sized and, um, I don't know. I was sharing that today, and that got us in the conversation about uh, spiritual laziness. Yeah, is it? I believe a term. One of the terms that you used. Well, I, th- I think it get it can get to that point uh, if f- speaking for myself, if I get in a spiritual funk, so mm-hmm. to speak. You know, you let that mood sort of carry over carry over right day four well if we think six. we're gonna you know go to bed it'll be better the next day but if right. we don't you know if we don't connect with our with you know our higher power then it's like well we're just carrying it that's right um which is what i'm really good at doing mm-hmm. you know my my self-reliance can kick in and i think i have things under control right even though i'm going through the motions um i'm still carrying it without yeah. turning it over Right. For sure. So then you get in a sort of a, I'm in a bad mood, so I'm going to put my faith on hold type gig. Yeah, and you don't realize you do that. Right. I didn't realize I did that until you said that. Right. You know? And it's like, oh, well, I'll when, get to that. Or, when, when things get better, when I feel better, mm-hmm. then I'll get back in the Word. Right. Or, or I'll, be more, I'll be open to hearing a comment or to hearing some Scripture. Or you know, you know, because you almost—I'm not saying you. What I'm saying is, 
you could almost get so much in that funk that you're you're not receptive oh for sure at all oh for sure you see what i'm saying yeah i have been known to be um to to not (laughs) receive freely Mm -hmm. being in that in that space well i think everybody everybody has a lot of times probably even if you don't know it right yeah i mean you know the good part i guess is that you know being in recovery and constantly working on you know self-awareness i see those things more often right you know and if i don't see those things then the people in my life like you or jen or becky you know the people that i you know am talking with on a regular basis go hmm this is kind of what i see (laughs) you know and depending on where i'm at at the moment i may be like yeah or no or maybe but it um it keeps the wheels you know gets the wheels turning i won't say keeps the wheels turning but uh you know it um and we talked about a little bit when i get in a funk (laughs) and i know it you know sometimes it's about and I shared the meeting, I'm like, I literally am being blatantly defiant. Right. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do that. I don't feel like calling five people and seeing how they're doing, which right. is some advice that has been given to me when I feel all in myself, right? Um, because it snowballs. It's like, uh, I don't want to do that. And then it's like, well, I have this, you know, I need to do this and I need to do that. And this person, you know, then then it's, man, my job really does suck. And nobody sees, nobody sees how hard I work because I work from home. And then it like, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Right. Right. Like, you know, nobody picks up their clothes, you know, or their shoes out of the floor. Nobody loads the dishwasher and then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And the next thing you know, you're just wallowing in self-pity. And, you're, and that's just really not um not a great place to be (laughs) and i still go back to you know what the first time my sponsor said to me i was talking to her i mean i've been you're in a little bit of self-pity and this was early on i I hadn't stopped been stopped drinking that long and i i can remember thinking myself i don't know what that is like like my thought of what self-pity was was not did not relate to what she was saying i was being right (laughs) and i googled it i got in the car and i left and i was at a meeting and i left and i googled it and i was like and i read a couple things and then i had a book in my bag and i read a little something about that and after about reading three different things i was like man i just literally could not get it and i'm like i was kind of resentful about it right i was like you know she doesn't know me you know she doesn't know that that just shows she doesn't know me and i'm like so i'm like okay 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 so i just called her i'm like okay listen i don't get it i literally don't get it and she spent the next 30 minutes breaking it down for me and i was like oh (laughs) you know i guess it just takes you know being told in a specific way by a specific person um but now it's one of those things where i'm like it is one of my biggest character defects right if if i allow it to have any power it'll take over right well you know i was looking something up and i seen something that somebody put on instagram earlier when you was talking about being defiant mm-hmm. and it reminded me of what i seen uh 
said most Christians don't hear God's voice because we've already decided we aren't going to do what he says. <laughs> right? You know what and that's what it made me think of is so when you get into that that funk and it everything's nope, show ain't. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. From the beginning it opens up for me. It opens up. That's when the Man, a beer would be good right now creeps in. Oh. <laughs> That's when the glance at the beer cooler comes in mm-hmm. when I go in to get a can of snuff mm-hmm. or to get a water. That's in thoughts for me. It's like, and I actually had the thought, you know, and I don't very often now by the grace of God, but, you know, I'm so stressed out over the over my job or being you know whatever's happening with work and that was my that was my go-to which we right. talked about on on our, our workaholic podcast but you know I literally thought like what do people do right <laughs> I like I literally thought that ridiculous comment like what do people do when they're stressed out at work and they can't drink and I'm like I haven't drank in over a year I've been doing it <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know but but i had that thought like like you said like oh man i used to could just have a drink when i get this stressed out and uh i was like whoa right <laughs> you know but that brought me back you know we were talking about it earlier and you said whatever it is that you said that struck me i don't know oh you said spiritual laziness right you know and um that struck me as something I read, and I was going to share it here, and I shared it with you at the time, but uh, this is in the in the big book, and it says, It is easy to let up on our spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle foe. And obviously, this is for us as alcoholics, but you can replace that with anything you want. Right. Um, that's, you know, whatever our addiction is. Uh, we are not cured of the said addiction, in our case, alcoholism, but what we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line all we wish. It is the proper use of the will. And, uh, you know, it popped in my mind when you said that, but when I pulled out my big book and I was looking at it, I remember when I went through it the first time, I didn't know what laurels meant. Right. (laughs) I didn't know what laurels meant. You know, and then I had something written, which explains it's the same as the definition, um, resting on my laurels, relying on my past achievements, Um, you know, and then when I when I actually looked up the official definition, bestow an award or praise in recognition of achievement. So when we rest on our laurels, we're resting on our achievements. We're saying, "Oh, we got this." Right. I mean, that's self reliance in and of itself. Yeah, we're we're in control. Mm-hmm. We can do this. We can make it so much better. Our achievements. Mm-hmm. We got this. And then it creeps in. Then it creeps in. And we're like, whoa. Right. And that's usually my cue, right? Like right. when the when now. But it was it wasn't that easy to begin with, you know? But but if if I try to stay spiritually fit, I can acknowledge when that when that lie creeps in. When you're putting in the work. Right. Right. 
when you're, when and, you're and, and, and let's talk about that like i said a second ago i put in a lot of work for a lot of years right that didn't get me anywhere so it's really more it's more it's putting in the work but being connected right you know and that is something that i never thought i could experience right now for you and obviously you <laughs> you're a big help in, in teaching me that and how to hear the whisper and and how to be still enough um but i i can't stress that enough because it was me right it was me like i said checking the boxes you know doing the bible studies and going to church and in a small group and journaling and and i still well, wasn't connected what well, do you think what well, real quick before i ask you this question mm -hmm. It's uh that that's when I feel it creep in on me, is when I have spiritual laziness, when I know there's a funk, but my self reliance is getting me through the day. Mm -hmm. I'll get to it. I'll get to it when I'm in a better mood. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And it may be thirty minutes. It may be three days. Mm -hmm. Word. You know what I'm saying? It. And what I'm saying is, even if you are going to the word mm -hmm. and you're not in that right mindset like you were saying going to church small groups this and that that and this checking the boxes now the question mm -hmm. was you being sincere no well so, well and and as you were as you were saying that i was thinking to myself where was the disconnect right the disconnect comes like it says in the third step prayer turning my will and my life over to god he is a gentleman right he will never force his will onto us right so as long as we stand flat-footed and say you know in our hearts because that's where i mean i still thought i could do it i can do all i you know i can do all of these things and all of this other stuff i do is just going to help <laughs> That that was how I live my life, which is very hard to not. I mean, let's let's be clear. I've not arrived. Some days I'm still like that. I'm still in charge, and being in the Word helps me out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. when I say helps me, meaning like it's not what I put my dependence on. It's what is dependent on me. And I know that sounds weird, but it's like okay, I'm you know I'm spiritually fit. I read right. my chapter today, but I'm still saying my will right i can do it instead of saying no well remember when we were speaking of the uh worldly things uh in our self-reliance right and it's easy to forget what did we read was it john one three mm, i don't know i wrote down the peter once i didn't write down the john one but i think you're right i think it is john one three uh, will you look it up? Yeah. It's uh so we that all things are made through God and of God. That Yeah, God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. And that's so easy to forget when you're not being spirit when you're not putting in the work. Right. Right? When you get that laziness going then the self-reliance gets even stronger and stronger. Right. And it could be within 30 minutes or three days. And that's when that creeps in for me. Mm -hmm. the, I've noticed that's when it creeps in is the thought of, 
man, it'd be nice to have a, a beer mm-hmm. that's from the bottom of the cooler that's under all that ice. <laughs> One of those where you reach down in there and it chills you almost all the way up to your elbow. Yeah. And you pick it up. And you switch hands and you shake the water off the one. and you Wow. <laughs> You're playing it out, aren't you? Blow the top off the top of that beer. And you pop it. I mean, it's that's what I'm explaining. It's, right. It's, in de- it's vivid. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When it's that spiritual laziness, it's so easy for that to show up. And so I, easy for it to show up. For me. Well, I think it's... Well, it's just what I read. Mm-hmm. When we when we rest on our laurels, you know, it's um, it's always going to be there. If and what we give attention grows, right? So if we're if we're focusing on issues or stress or you know how we feel about this or what this person said to us or what that person said to us or what this person thinks of us or you know where our failures are i didn't do this today or i didn't do that or i did this and i shouldn't have done that like i mean it's just a compilation of things um it takes us to that place fast right and doing it and then i realized this morning it's like what i what i really want to do when i sit down you know and say i'm going to have my quiet time is just say you know i want to surrender and that is not something that comes easy for me. Never has. It, you know, I always correlated it with giving up or being defeated. Mm-hmm. You know, raising the white flag. I mean, like those were, and those were just things in and of my my soul, right? Well, that that aren't um, natural. But maybe that's why it's not sincere when you're not surrendered. Absolutely. Right, because it's important. To still stay in the Word yeah. on a regular basis, getting back into the Word, staying in the Word, being in the light, right? Yeah, and it's the same thing that goes with my program. If I if I stay involved in that and stay involved in helping other other addicts or working with other people, um, it keeps my mind focused mm-hmm. on what God's will for me is. You know, so I I continue to do that. But you're right; it, it's checking the boxes and it, right. the sincerity. I wanted, it, but but I wasn't willing to surrender. It goes back to what I said: He's not going to make me. Right. You know, how uncomfortable do I have to get to say, "This is your plan"? That nothing happens by mistake. And you know, I continually repeat that and remind myself and read that. That's one of the things. I, reason why I like to do the things that I do. Um, is because I need to constantly remind myself. Right. Because I will. Oh, I was talking to someone at church the other day um, about it's the world's, you know, the world's biggest tug of war game. Me and God. Like I give it to him, and I take it back, and I give it to him, and I take it back, and I'm like, okay, it's yours. It's your, you know, your will. And then I'm like, well, let me help you with this, you know. And I had some, I had some of my sponsors say, but you're not God. Word. Like what? What part of me thinks that I am capable of doing what he's not doing? Not because he's not capable, but because I'm not patient enough for his timing. 
you know, or I'm not waiting for him to reveal to me what I need to be revealed, right? Because right. I want what I want when I want it. Right. Just like every other addict. You know, it's all about us and we want what we want. Right. Instead of being patient and letting God reveal to us what we need, you know, what is meant for us. Because he'll, he'll just step back and be like, okay, well, you just ride that out, homie, and uh, when you're done, <laughs> when you've had enough, I'll be right here. That's how, to how I look at it, right? I'm like, okay, I'm being blatantly defiant. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Forget that. You know, a couple swear words, you know, 12 probably. And then, you know, a couple days ago by and I'm miserable, and I'm in tears, and I'm like, I can't do this. And he's like, Okay. I'm, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you mentioned the swear words because I, I was thinking to myself that it just doesn't take for me sometimes a a, a mess up in my uh, method of operation, you know, getting up late or something not going right at work, you know, something as far as anger can can get me there pretty quick and start the process you see what i'm saying so i can get mad and start cussing say a cuss word and then three or four hours later still be feeling a little bit of that and then the the ball starts rolling down the hill picking up speed mm-hmm. you well, see what I, I'm saying? I don't even have to be mad to swear so well, i do well, i no. think that some of it for me is habit you know, it becomes a, a habit in your dialect. Um, but I started, and I think we talked about it on another podcast. Um, I started reading, you know, Drop the Rock. And that's about steps six and seven and being willing to let go of your defects and asking God to remove them. And there was this whole section about, you know, what we say and the words that we say. And, and not just the swear words, but gossip or criticizing or quarreling or just the power in our speech and man that hit me i was like you know i'm i am uh trying to recover in more than one way mm-hmm. right i mean alcohol is just a symptom <laughs> right. of, a, of a bigger problem you know at what point and then i have to go to go to god and go okay this mouth Right. <laughs> is like a lot. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and every time I open it, like I want to, you know, so I don't, I, I try really hard now, which is something I've learned um, to be exactly what I say I am. So I don't, I don't like to stand on those, you know, like I don't swear because right. I swear a lot. Right. <laughs> but I, um, it's something that I've noticed more. Right. Um, so maybe that's you know a little self awareness. Well, I found you know not the rabbit hole, but speaking of cursing in particular, it's something I fell out fail on a regular basis, and I, I find myself getting mad because I can't swear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get getting mad because I can't swear. Because. And what purpose does it serve? We do it all the time, but I mean, right. we are rabbit hole a little bit. But right. but no, I only say that because you know that was part of that um, the book that I was reading. Um, and we do this a lot, right? We're in front mm-hmm. of these mics a lot, and um, we don't swear. And that, and I won't say that it takes a conscious effort, um, but sometimes it does. You know, 
Yeah. When, when, if I get, I've, I've, I have failed, I know, probably two or three times. And uh, it, you know, it makes you feel crap to, to say, I only swear if I get really passionate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, again, it becomes, ha- I mean, it's habit. It's, it's, uh, it's practicing a new habit. You know, I mean, one time yeah. I had this, this, I don't remember what it was. This is really strange. But replace your swear words with different words. You know, so whenever I want, you know, I'd say sparkle or, you know. Wow. Refrigerator. Or, I mean, I don't know, right? Like, but it's just the same thing. So then when I have my, my eight-year-old say, you know, frickin', I'm like, first of all, he used it in perfect context. Like, you really wanted to say the F word? It's the same thing. But it's just, right, it's, it's the same thing. It, to me, it is the same thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the word is. It's to, the purpose and, in and which I, you use it. And look, I'm not downing anybody that does it. Oh, I no, swear like a sailor. I'm working by, on it, y'all. By no means. But to me, freaking is the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't I'm, say it. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be honest. Crap is the same thing. Yeah, it's all about the context of the right, word. Right. For sure. But, but okay, yeah. yeah we told, rabbit hole. We did. So, me being the co-host, and the co-host <laughs> of this podcast usually sits in the position of what's the solution the solution. So, wow. I to, feel like I feel, I feel like am I really like that? <laughs> no. No, but when I'm co-hosting and I'm and I'm the one that's over the solution, when I segue to that point, it's going to yeah. be what's the solution? Well, you know, if you would have asked me that a year ago, um I wouldn't have one. Right? Being You just wallow. You know, until it got better. Right. You know, and and sometimes, I mean, I have had times in my past where, you know, I'm like, man, am, am I, I mean, maybe I'm depressed. Well, you let, know, let, um, let me ask you this real quick. Mm-hmm. When, when you're, when you are that way, if you get that way and it's, you, you know, in worldly things, worldly thoughts, being spiritually lazy, you're in a funk. Mm-hmm. And and you you don't go to the word a year ago. What what was it? Worldly things or worldly thoughts that brought you out of it? Um, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I was just thinking. I mean, because I would just you know if I feel good, I'm gonna have a drink, and then I'll have another, and right. then I'll have another. I mean, and you know the next day I gone I went to bed and I'm like, well, you know. That's kind of the, how the progress. I mean, you get true and false, right? You know, that's what it says in the literature. We couldn't tell the true from the false, right? I couldn't tell the true from the false. Um, you know, and that's you know, I read something on Facebook the other day. It's like we talked about this too. You know, not you know, stopping drinking wasn't the hard part. You know, being sober is the hard part. Being cognizant of what's really happening in your life and your feelings. You know, and dealing with that is much harder than it was to just, you know, take a drink and say, oh, I'll worry about it later. Right. And not that we did that consciously. You know, sometimes we did. Sometimes it was like, man, it was a crappy day. You know, I'm going to get tore up. Right. But sometimes we just did it. You know, it's like, well, I'll have a drink. And then, I mean, once you take the lid off of it, let's be clear. I mean, once I, I mean, 
But and that's one of the reasons it got so bad. It's like I had a drink for everything. If I didn't feel good, I had a drink, you know. Right. And then once you start, you know, you know how it goes. Um, but being aware that there are choices, you know, it's one of the things that I learned, you know, being in the program is that provided that I don't put substance in my body, I have a choice, right? And I didn't have that choice before. So I have a choice to say, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to turn my will in my life over to God and ask Him to help me? Am I going to have acceptance about what's happening, that this is His plan, right? Everything is is orchestrated and determined from the get-go. Um, and And going with the flow, taking it easy all the little slogans that they say um that's the choice i make right so even now in sobriety when i get in a funk because i mean i'm not magically different right. <laughs> you know i have to go I, i'm aware of it a lot faster um i don't like to be in that space nearly as long as i can assure you i probably was before Right. Um, and the longer I'm sober, it's different, too. Like, early on in sobriety, I stayed in that place a lot longer. Um, and the more time that I have under my belt, I get, like, I don't like that. I don't I don't like it. I absolutely don't like it. And that doesn't make it, um, <laughs> that doesn't make it any easier for me not to get there. Because I still get there. Right. Um, but I have choices. So, I sit down and I go, okay. You know, and for everybody who knows me, my higher power is God. My belief is in Jesus, and I refer to Him as Daddy, and that's just kind of a personal relationship that I have. So, when you hear me refer to a conversation with Daddy, that's who I'm always talking about. Um, you know, and I just say, you know, hey, Daddy, I, I dude, <laughs> it's just a straight conversation with him. I'm like, dude, I cannot do this. You know, and and I have to get to that point where I go, okay. And it's sometimes if I still don't have it, you know, I've read some literature about um, prayer and meditation and how it goes through, some in the big book, some, you know, in other places. But just repeating specific prayers over and over and over again to get me cleared out of anything that's not of Him. So I have used the serenity prayer over and over again you know especially if i'm in my will right if i am not okay you know and i say god you know grant me the serenity to accept the things i cannot change grant me the serenity to accept because there are i mean and then i had some guy share in a meeting when they said the serenity prayer and it's like you know god give me the serenity to accept the things i cannot change and he said he had a sponsor that told him that's people places things and situations it's everything you know, and then, you know, give me the courage to change the things that I can. And that's me, myself, and I. Right. So when I say the serenity prayer to myself every day, that's what I say. Give me the, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, and that is everything else. And give me the courage to change the things I can, and that's right. everything in me. Right. Um, and obviously, you know, the wisdom to know the difference. But that's that's what I have control over, changing me and my attitude. Right. But I forget that because I feel like I can change your attitude. 
<laughs> and I can change his attitude, and I can change her attitude. And if everybody would just do right. what I tell them to do, this would all work yeah. way better. Yeah. I don't know if I gave you an answer if I just talked no, a whole bunch. No, I, under- <laughs> I understand what you're saying. You got, you've got a bunch of options now that that you can go to that have been provided by God. Absolutely. Uh, that have been provided by God. I think for me, uh, especially since I'm sober, and especially since I can go to God with sincerity mm-hmm. a lot better now, it is easier for me. I feel to see the actions God puts in in my face. Oh, for sure. And seeing those help me to having to realize a realization of you know just an example. Something may happen today, and I'd be like, God, I seen where you put that together two weeks ago for me today. Right. Connecting the dots. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier for me to see that. I wish I wouldn't get in those funks where I'd miss all the other stuff while I'm in the funk. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I but I think having the uh the ability to to go to him sincerely opens my eyes to so many different things. From, yeah. from talking to you talking to people I don't know, mm-hmm. people in my everyday life, my family, it gives me a constant pause a lot of times. Yeah. And sometimes just this pause and that realization that this was God without a doubt. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Oh, for Go, sure, because we couldn't have done it by, by ourselves. And it makes it so much easier, like the John 1-3, to knowing that this is of God. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. For, for me, anyhow. Oh, for sure. I mean, once once we come to accept that everything is as it's supposed to be, as he planned it. Right. And it, it goes all the way to fellowship. You know, the people that's put into my everyday life. Right. Are there for a reason. Yep. They're not there for me to raise Cain and cuss at. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? They're not yeah. there for me to get upset with. And those are usually the moments when I can tell, right? Like when I get when I get icky feeling about people in my life, I'm like, I know that I'm I'm not spiritually fit, right? When everybody starts bothering me and when the guy at the red light doesn't go as soon as the light turns green and I'm honking right. at him and throwing my hands up, I'm like, right. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm like, Well, I guy's got nowhere to be. You know, I'm honking and screaming like you know, acting like a crazy person. I'm like, hmm. I probably need to uh, chill out a little bit. <laughs> you know, I have I have to say, praise God that for me, right now, that's when I notice those urges. is It's more clear when I'm being lazy in my spirit out spirituality, my faith mm-hmm. is when I feel when I notice them. Right. You know what I mean? And it, the ability and the forethought and the afterthought to I right, corn. You need to get yeah. your mess together. I mean, I, I have been fortunate enough to not have had a relapse, but I, I um, know enough people and have heard enough stories to know that that's how it starts, right? We we start we start pl- you know planning a relapse by taking our will back, 
and then you know if we don't do anything about it when when you know it sneaks in you know and the literature says it's cunning baffling and powerful it sneaks in if we're if we're not in tune to what's happening to us then we slough it off and say oh it's just a bad day you know then you know i've got this i've got this no 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 anytime i have now i catch myself saying i got this i know i'm in big trouble (laughs) right i did not feel that way for many years of my life right i um felt i was capable of doing anything i needed to do i could be anybody i could be better than everybody i could be smarter if i tried harder i could you know be promoted if i tried i mean it was all about me right it was all about the amount of effort that i put in um you know and in things that were bad that's okay too (laughs) you know i put my big girl pants on and uh i go into action and everything's fine right you know and then i realized later you know especially in major life events or or things times when things go bad yeah my will and some some of that is good right that ability to take charge and be responsive and and kick into overdrive when i need to are all good qualities you know but what being in addiction does is takes all of the good qualities and stretches them beyond distortion right so what you would refer to me as being relentless then becomes complete self-reliance right you know um and kind of steering back those those positive attributes about myself and saying no i I don't have this (laughs) i literally have nothing right Right. like everything that i have is because of god and and you know even even if you know and i'm part of the book i'm drop the rock that i'm writing to even if i don't believe that in some things I pray to him, I ask him to do what he will, you know, to take it away from me, and then I act as if. We had a whole conversation about acting as if. Like, again, I haven't arrived. It's not, you know, rainbows and unicorns. Right. You know, it's like, okay, that's God's will, as say through gritted teeth. (laughs) You know, when something happens that's really crappy, you know, um... It's all God's plan. The really gritted smile on my face. Um, but I know that nothing goes unused. You know, and I can look back at all of the bad things. And I can see the good that came from them. Right. Um, despite that, you know. So, I have to sometimes just turn it over and act as if right and uh just let him do what he does and try not to take it back in this massive tug of war that i have with him right on a regular basis so Uh oh praise god praise god (laughs) for where i am today praise god for where you are today 
you know, and sometimes in our in our process through this, <laughs> like I don't I don't see change, and then I'll be like, "Man, are we ever going to change? Or is this ever going to change?" And then a couple months ago, and I'll be like, "Man, remember a couple months ago when we had mm-hmm. we were talking about this?" Right. And we're like, "Oh yeah, it's not that big a deal now." Right. So it's kind of weird, and um, you know, being in fellowship and and. Um, working with a sponsor and stuff like that like it's it's nice to see it becomes more natural right when people say things you know to begin with it was like oh i see the growth in you and i'm thinking to myself i want to bang my head against the wall because this is so hard but but all that helps to stay spiritually fit absolutely all the positivity from the people god's putting in your life right all of that helps every bit of it yeah this helps for sure Oh, oh, this helps immensely. Hearing yeah. hearing from y'all, message, however y'all get in touch. Right. Say, hey, I love the episode. Yeah. Just Instagram, fuel. Facebook, all of that. Like, it's, fuels, it's constant feed for us. Fuels even more to want to wanna tell people what God has done for me and what God can do for somebody else. That's you a true know? statement. For sure. Praise God. <laughs> I chuckle, and I'm not chuckling because you said praise God, but I'm chuckling because it sounds really terrible, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. Went to this funeral one time. <laughs> I know it's not funny. Wow. But there was this there was this weird, it was, anyway, it doesn't matter. It wasn't like a cloak, anyway. But there was like, you know, they, one guy would say, praise God, and the other guy would say, blessed jesus or something and it was just like this like tit like every single time someone would oh. say something so every time you say praise god i feel like i need to say blessed jesus or i don't even know if that's what he said something about blessed lord but it was like they came tit for tat so it made me were chuckle they, were they sitting beside each other they were was it and they were really really old wow yeah so kenneth and i would chuckle i know it sounds but you know not at the at the, in me. You, you, I told you, you it sounded really bad. I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> wow, I'm just, just gonna stop. Ken's gonna be like, I cannot believe you said that. But praise God, blessed Savior, blessed Savior. Nancy, when we're done now, I'm gonna have to call Kenneth and ask him. Right. Made me think of like the little grumpier old men, you know, the one man and then the other. Anyway, right. Sorry. Straight up, praise God, blessed Jesus. There you go. <laughs> there you go. No, I am so super grateful. Um beyond belief of um, the spiritual connection that I have that I never thought I would. Oh, me too. You know, and, uh, you know, all I, all I can say to that is, you know, I'll share my experience and because and, you could have never told me. Oh, absolutely. You could have never told right. me. I, I just thought that the way I was was the way it was. You know, that... Uh, that God loved me. He just uh, that 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 other thing was just not for me. Right. I didn't have that gift, if you will, um, until I did, and I was blown away. So that's Good I mean deal. for real. So what else you got? Well, I, I feel as oh as, as the host as the host, <laughs> you're supposed to know when it's time to wrap it up. And like I should have wrapped it up before I said the little joke about the old men at the funeral. <laughs> word. So, so as 
as a host myself, yeah, Miss Newly Host, right? I would say this would be a great time to wrap it up. I feel like it's a great time to wrap it up. So, how about you? How about you give me an example, Jesse? You got anything else? No, I'm good. I don't have anything else myself. It was fun. It was. I'm glad that uh, we did this. Me too. Well, holler, y'all. All right. Bye, y'all.